0: Just had a look at the uh, at the Wallabies side that uh, played the All Blacks in the Bledisloe Cup test at Eden Park. So last time the two teams played. And going through and, think, and thinking, okay, who would I pick out of that team in, a, in an Anzac 15? I mean, a guy who's not there who would have to be a big shot would be Michael Hooper. Uh, we know Michael Hooper obviously has been through some challenges this year, hasn't played for the Wallabies. Uh, but but surely he would have to be there. And in fact, the text just come through. Anzac team would have to have Michael Hooper as captain. Um the others you look around would would um, would Marika Kombedi be a be a shout on the left wing? Would you have him or Caleb Clark? Look around, and, and there are others there, I guess, in contention. Brett Mackay, sports writer and host of the Raw Podcast, the number one rugby podcast in Indonesia. They're telling me. Check <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel I feel honoured to have you on, yeah. Brett.
1: Yeah, no, uh, good. Day, good, day, mate. Good, to, good to talk to you. We uh, we we uh, we successfully. Um, Took over the rugby podcast world throughout Scandinavia earlier in the year, and so now we're moving back a little bit closer to home.
0: <laughs> terrific stuff! Terrific stuff! What do you think of the say Anzac fifteen idea? Has it got
1: has it got oh. legs? Do you think
0: it could actually happen?
1: It's this. This sounds to me, Piney, like one of those classic ideas that administrators or, or, or government officials even will throw out in 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 public in the public domain there's a bit of an idea and that's their way of we are we the 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 rugby consuming public we are literally the wet finger in the air it seems to me that this idea has been thrown up there to say let's just see what the reaction to it is and i don't i don't know what it's what it's been like on your side of the ditch mate but here it's sort of like oh really are we really trying to i don't i don't know and i and i think um I thought Dave Rennie's um, response when asked questions about it in uh, in, in Paris or in France this week in the lead-up to the test uh, spoke volumes, and to say that he was... Lukewarm about the idea would be a considerable overstatement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, maybe we file that off into uh, off to one side. As as well, what, as what,
1: what, what amuses me about it, mate, is is that straight away the discussion was, oh, fantastic, ANZAC fifteen. Here's here's a team one to fifteen, and of course we're talking about. A game that would be happening in three years' time <laughs> yes. on this week's fall. That's you know? right. That's so
0: true. And i just done it and, myself. So, yeah, I, I'm yeah, guilty as I heard, anybody.
1: I heard you mention Michael Hooper there. He's already laughed, laughed off the idea and, say, and saying, I don't even think I'll be playing in 2025, never mind <laughs> captain.
0: Brilliant. Well, the Aussies, the Wallabies are playing. This is a tough end of 2022. Scotland, oh, France, yeah, Italy, it Ireland, Wales, Brett. What a tour. Yeah.
1: Yeah, five, five tests in five weeks. I mean, not even not not even the uh, not even the, the the deepest darkest holes of the rugby championship. Have you playing five tests in five weeks? It's a it's really geared up toward uh, toward thinking about the World Cup next year. The Wallabies have based themselves in uh, Saint Etienne in 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 Paris, and they're just sort of flying in, flying out to each to each test venue each week. So it's it's very much a, a recce tour um, for next year, and, and you know with the hope being that um, that you know obviously if you can get through your pool games and, and and get through a quarter final, then you probably will play five games in five weeks. And so, yeah, it's um, it's it's grueling. I, I mean, I guess I guess the one silver lining is that they don't have France and Ireland in consecutive weeks, and that'd be massive if they did. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty tough ask. But you know maybe. A tough ask, and a tough tour like this um, is actually one of those occasions where the Wallabies can get some, you know, some major development and have some serious questions answered about a few guys. Because uh, you know, anyone who emerges out of this this spring tour, this Autumn Nation Series, as they're calling it up north, with uh, you know, with reputations intact, and I'm already thinking about someone like Nick Frost, then they're going to be in a, in a, really in the box seat come uh, come next year.
0: Let's get closer to home. The T Twenty Cricket World Cup. Australia have finished pool play. Now just uh, have to wait to see if Sri Lanka can beat England tonight yeah. to go through to the semi-finals. Uh, they look if they don't make it. Um, you know, what will the reaction be about missing the semis at a home tournament like
1: this? Oh, it'll be disappointing, no doubt, um, no doubt. And I think um, I think the reaction will straight away look to the New Zealand game to, to kick things off, and then I. I think there'll be a few little question marks made over selection for the game last night, for example, um, you know, they, they decided in their wisdom to leave Mitch Stark out in favor of, of Kane Richardson, who they viewed as a, as a better death over bowler. And the last four overs went for 56. So, you know, I don't know that that went so, so well to plan. And now, uh, now they're in this unenviable position where, you know, they are certainly no longer in control of their, of their own destiny. And, and um, and all uh, cricket fans in Australia now, uh, certainly today, are uh, uh, massive Sri Lankan fans, and so we have to rely on Sri Lanka getting the job done over uh, over the old enemy. And we'll and we'll see. And and the funny thing about that, point is that you know on their day, Sri Lanka could absolutely beat England. But I think yep. we also know that England are one of the best short-form uh, teams in the world at the moment. And so I still don't know that we've actually seen their best in this tournament. So. We've sort of got that nagging feeling that this might be the game that England finally click into gear. But at the same time, we're absolutely hoping that Sri Lanka can cause the mother of all upsets.
0: (laughs) Well, there's uh, been no such problems for your kangaroos at the Rugby League World Cup, cruising through to the semis without really raising a sweat. 48-4 over Lebanon in the quarterfinals this morning. Um, On a collision course, it would seem, provided we can get past Fiji. uh, With the Kiwis next, next weekend, you must be... Pretty confident though that that the kangaroos can win the rugby league world cup.
1: Oh, I'm certainly not as confident as they are. <laughs> I, I think they, I think they probably have rights to go in as as favourites. But you're right; they've got to, they'll, they'll have to get past New Zealand or Fiji uh, next weekend in a semi final. And look, that'll be interesting in itself. It's it's a curious beast, the rugby league world cup, isn't it? There's you know a fifty or sixty odd NRL players alone and then there's another 50 or 60 players straight out of the New South Wales or Queensland Cup so it's it's got a very Australian feel to, to this, uh, <laughs> this, this Rugby League World Cup as the last few have I suppose uh, in fairness and look it will be interesting to see how it goes down you would think that you know, it's 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 sort of it's it's leaning towards you know, Australia, New Zealand, and England against. Well, Tommy, it, it could be Tonga or some more, obviously, um, and and that will set up the semi-finals nicely, and I. And maybe that, well, maybe these quarterfinals have got us into the point where we're thinking, oh, okay, right now the World Cup has started. Because not unlike the qualifying component of the 2020 World Cup that we sat through for a week and a half before the World Cup properly started, uh, it sort of felt like we were in a, in a bit of a holding pattern there for, for a while, and, and, uh, and now we're into it properly. and... Um, I think there's some, some cracking games coming up this this weekend. I mean, Tonga and Samoa particularly um, in, in Warrington on uh, on Sunday local time. It's going to be, what, Monday morning our time collectively, isn't it? That's going to be an absolutely cracking game.
0: Yeah, that'll be an absolute belter. Absolutely for sure. Hey, Bree, thanks for stepping in, mate. Lovely to chat to you again, and I um, hope we can do it again sometime
1: soon. Yeah, and we can debate this Anzac team for the next three years, mate, can't we? We can!
0: (laughs) Exactly (laughs) right! As you say, some of the current players, well, most of them might not even be there. World Cup next year, they'll all clear off afterwards. Yeah, it's a classic. Thanks, Brett. Brett Mackay, sports writer, host of the Raw podcast, stepping in as our Australian correspondent this afternoon on Weekend Sports.